It all lined up for the Jazz to get back on the winning track. Third quarter. They're right in it. They're battling. Then a colossal meltdown happens, and the Jazz defense never finds their way again. We'll talk about it. Come back on postcast. And, yes, Ron Boone is not deserting me on Valentine's Day. He'll be here as well. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Locke along with Ron Boone after the Los Angeles Lakers defeat the Utah Jazz 138-122 tonight. The Jazz were down by six at the end of one, got it to one at the half, took the lead for the first time in the third quarter, had a five-point lead, felt good. Felt like the game was going their way, and then just a magnificent, unfortunate meltdown to end the third quarter, highlighted by rolling the ball inbounds to the Lakers, who scored and were fouled. And the Jazz were down 108-92, and honestly, if you're down 16 heading into the fourth quarter, your chances of winning are very slim. Jazz rallied a time or two. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. I was, you know, I saw your post, your sweet post with you and your wife that you put out on I was going to put out the same one for me and Ron. <laughs> I was so close to trying to find every picture that Ron and I have. <laughs> hey, we can still laugh. So um, That swing you were talking about, that was a five-point swing. That one they play. They just scored right? two, and then they end up getting a, a, a three-point play there in less than, less than five seconds. So – I think Jazz fans are going to be frustrated. It's been three fairly feckless games against three really good teams, but tonight without LeBron on the back end of a back-to-back with the game there for the having, I think this is a frustrated fan base. I think the question is going to be like, where are the frustrations legitimate and where are they illegitimate? So the first question tonight is defense. I mean, the Lakers shoot 57% from the field, 46% from three. Uh, I don't know if those numbers are actually exactly right. We've had scoreboard problems all night. 57 and 45% from three. They go 20 to 24 for the line. I mean, they, they had a monster, monster offensive game on the Jazz. And so that's the first thing. The Jazz actually were a terrible defensive team for the first half of the season. They entered Chris Dunn, Simone Fontecchio, Colin Sexton in the lineup. Coaches around the league suddenly said, well, they're playing the play hard guys. They're playing the tough guys. We don't seem very play hard or tough right now overall on the night. We, the, hey, the last, we got to be a little careful here tonight because the last 14 minutes we watched were awful. The previous 32, 34 were not awful, actually. So, like, it's a little, it's a little hard right now to totally evaluate this game because if you, if we were to actually freeze time with about four minutes left in the third quarter, I think we'd have a lot of different thoughts. Now, that's not how the game works, so that may be a totally irrelevant concept by me. But you have to be a little careful that as I talk about these things. When it was eighty nine, eighty six on Clarkson's layup, I, I don't think or we would be or 84 84 with 523 left like they were okay now i got it you got to play the whole way through and anthony davis dominates and then the jazz kind of will but when you make the comment like when i make the comment that they're not play hard they're not this it, that wasn't the case for 48 minutes but as a you i would say will's going to want them to play harder and be more physical and have more impact on than he's getting right now yeah if you're playing hard and, and you're really challenging players and, and you're really getting in the guys face or something like that and you pick up you know little fouls like that i, I don't think coaches would be upset with something like that. But when you're, you're, you're soft uh, and you're out of position and, and causing fouls, then yes, they get very, very upset with that. Playing hard, um, I've always felt that 
if you're not tired when you leave the, and when the game is over, you know, then maybe you didn't exert yourself. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. Um, so there was a feeling a little bit on the Jazz and things like, hey, if they want to run stuff through Rui Hashimura, it means they're not running stuff through Anthony Davis. Yeah. Unfortunately, Rui Hashimura and Anthony Davis become the first two Laker teammates to score 35 points in a game each since Kobe and Shaq. Boy. Like, that's crazy. That's I can't so believe it hasn't happened since then, since Kobe and Shaq. Um, what happened with Hashimura tonight? Because that's really the backbreaker. The fact that AD had 37 and 15 and we didn't control him is one thing. But the fact that Hashimura had 36 on 19 shots and 6 of 8 from 3. You know, that's something we're going to have to do some checking and talk to coaches there because we didn't get that before the ball game that Hasamora was going to be the one that, that the outlet or the guy that they were going to double off of. Remember, they were talking about doubling um, Davis, second guy removed. Not was that Hasamora or what, you know, in, in most of the cases. But the, the fact that they were playing off Anthony Davis with the pick and roll there in the middle of the floor, and the Lakers did a very good job. Reese and... Um, uh, D'Angelo Russell did a great job of coming off those screens, and now you got problems with, with uh, how to defend the weak side of the floor. Jazz got beat up by the spread pick and roll last time. The night they just kind of got beat up on the defensive end of things. If I, all right, so that's one frustration is defense. My frustration, which I said post game on a radio show, is that the mistakes, the most glaring mistakes to me, are not coming from kids. Like that's the one that kind of has me a little bit like. The guys who blew on the Steph Curry coverage on a bunch of plays late in the game when we were kind of within nine and, you know, who knows, but then Steph ends it. And the guys who made mistakes late tonight are, are not – it's not the kids. And this is the time where the vets need to be the ones who make the plays and step up and set the model more than ever before. This time of year, David, January, February, players should be probably the best condition of their life. Uh, and they also should could be – uh, you've you played the uh, enough teams. You, you've you've played a style that you should be very familiar and good at. Uh, and and coach calls up a play or a defensive scheme out there on the floor. You should be able to fall right into it and get and get it done. Uh, is that happening? I don't know. We're gonna have to talk to the coaches and find out what's going on. But uh, they're just not getting it done yet. And, and you mentioned the, the veteran players on this team. They have to be the leaders. I mean, they have to be the vocal point players. Up. Players or persons out there on the floor to uh, to make things run, run, run smoothly. We got an awfully young team that's going to be playing a, a lot of minutes in Keontae, and, and they're trying to get Hendricks a, a lot of time out there on the floor there as well. Kessler, this is only his second year, um, and and but he's been around the league. Uh, he knows what Davis can do, and and but he's got to make himself better there as well. So it's going to be really interesting. Now, Will Hardy has done a masterful job in his year and a half, two years of coaching of kind of figuring out where the matches are, what works together, how to, are the pieces here for Will Hardy to work that magic again? Because it, honestly, if you'd ask, let's be honest, I'm going to be clear. If you'd asked me that in November, I would have said no. Yes. I would never have thought this team could have gone 19 and 11 at any point in that early season. And when we're leaving Portland, I mean, not, like I, I'm seriously thinking we're going to lose to Detroit and San Antonio at that point who had lost 20 plus straight. So I, I want to be clear. You know, it's never as bad as it feels. It's never as good as it seems. Um, are the pieces here for Will Hardy to, to once again kind of magically put something together? If we would have had this type of lineup at the beginning of the year, they would be better than what they are now. I mean, now this is a struggle because you're, you're late in the year. True enough, you got a 
you got a break going here to the point where guys can get out and get away from the game and, and maybe even think about it. I, I would imagine whatever Colin Sexton's doing, he's not going to be sitting around. He's going to be working out and shooting the basketball. Instead of staying here so he can just work. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that's Colin. Kind of, all that kind of stuff. And I would imagine now hopefully that players like uh, Hendricks and, and Keontae, I mean, <clears throat> take a couple of days but get back to work so you can be ready at the beginning of the year. But this is going to be some uh, uh, some tests, I think, for, for Will. Uh, coaching going forward for the rest of the year and trying to learn of what players can play together. I mean, all of a sudden these trades are made, your key players are gone. Uh, Keontae, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Kelly Olenek and I think uh, Fantecchio was such a big part of what of that starting lineup that, uh, and you get rid of that, now you're in trouble. Yeah, no, they really figured out how to play the second unit through Kelly and orchestrate everything, and that's just not available. Yeah. Taylor Hendricks is a huge spotlight right now. He had 16 points, and I think this is kind of what we're seeing. We're seeing some things that make you say, like, whoa, like when he took three shots in the first two minutes. They were all threes. Took, I think, three shots in his first four possessions. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. On the other end, like, we saw a pull-up jumper. We saw a drive in an elevate where he elevated for a hook shot up over the entire team. We saw two or three rebounds in a rim block. I mean, it's really clear that inside that body has all the makings of what allows you to become an elite NBA player. It's just going to take, you know, we saw Kaminga the other night, took him two and a half years. It's probably going to take him two and a half plus years. I think the Jazz have the players. I mean, they, they did a great job with, with Kessler last year. I'm talking about the, the um, uh, developmental coaches. Yep. They did a great job with Kessler last year and, and got to the point where he was a reliable player out there on the floor. I think they, the, the, the they're going to have to do that with, with Hendricks. I mean, he's on the fast track now of trying to become uh, definitely an NBA player and not just an NBA player, a reliable player to the point where they can put him out there on the floor 20 minutes of ball game. All right. Star me up, Ron Boone. <sighs> this is so tough. All right. Who is the, who are the stars with five minutes left in the third quarter? We went to five minutes left in the third quarter. And look at the box score. Let's well, figure that out. Let's I had just, Colin let's Sexton. Just, I had Colin let's Sexton. Just flush, let's just flush the final. All right, here's the box score, Ron. Yeah. With 337 left in the game in the third quarter, we're down seven already. Who would we have starred up at this point of the game? Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton was 7 of 14 from the field. He had 16 points. And Jordan Clarkson had 15 points, four assists, and was five of nine from the field. He was playing really well Yeah, with four assists. Yeah. Should we do that? Let's do that. So we're pretending that the final 17 minutes of the game didn't happen. And That's such a cool thing. Can you also, imagine if we could do that? thinking about as well, the, the guard line is what carried the Jazz in, in the win, uh, what was it, January the 18th, yeah. 13th, somewhere yeah. in there? Uh, and so it was Colin Sexton and Clarkson. Keontae didn't have that bad of a game. He had 13 and seven assists, only took nine shots. So, but the front line of the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, Rui Hashimura and yeah. Anthony Davis are the story, but we're not allowed to give them stars. Yeah. Have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and, Jazz. And happy and Valentine's Day. Golden K State Warriors. By the way, Casey, Kaylee, Casey. Who? Lacey? Lacey. Yeah. Lacey. Okay, here we go. Ron's losing it, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Lacey. First signs of dementia kicking in on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, What's your name? Ron, yeah, that's great. That's, just make sure you're not saying it to somebody else. <laughs>
<laughs> you forget yeah. my you forget my name. It's all right, Ron. You forget somebody else's name on Valentine's Day. We got a problem. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh wait, now I send you over to the first ever twenty four seven national sports stream. Sports today. See, it's also available on Amazon Fire TV.